So any level of physical activity is better than none. Keeping physically busy and mentally busy are uh, two of the biggest keys to uh, what's called successful aging. And that might strike people as a phrase that's a little unusual. I know when I talked to my old... Uh, I love my, it. I love successful I, aging. I, I talked to my radio colleagues about it. And so I, I said, I said, you know, I do these presentations on successful aging. And they looked at me and they said, well, okay, so you get up and your name's not in the obituary. So you go about your day. Ta-da, successful <laughs> aging. You're done. Well, that's the good start is, you know, waking up and you're on the, this, you're on the upside of the dirt. That's great. That's fine. So far, so good. Now, what are you going to do? The upside of the dirt. Yeah, as in <laughs> being not dead. <laughs> yeah, I got it. <laughs> Down in the valley, moved up from the city. It's a new way of living, and I'm trying to get used to it. One part to lose half an ounce of an idiot. I'm Matt Zucker, and this is City It, learning to live and love life in the Hudson Valley. Let's talk about how amazing aging can be. I feel like if you're lucky, you can age comfortably and enjoyably anywhere if you plan it out a bit. Say the city with all its energy, culture, healthcare, transportation, cafes, that would be amazing. And that's where I originally intended to live my whole life, well, before I discovered here. And then there's the sea, or by an ocean. That would be stunning for a lot of obvious reasons. Sunsets, the calm, the waves, walking on boardwalks. I think about this a lot. And then of course, there's the Hudson Valley. You get access to the city, tons of culture and beauty, plus the river. Is this a good place to get older? So who should I talk to about that? Well, this episode, I talked to Brian Jones at the Dutchess County Office for the Aging. Brian grew up here, chose to stay. And he shares about the Office for the Aging, about the services offered, how the intent is for people to stay independent in their home if possible. Also about resources available, including the eight friendship centers all around the county. Plus, Brian's got an amazing voice, and it's no wonder, since he's soon to be an announcer for Bard College sport teams. Now that I'm a CTA, a certified tourist ambassador, I need to encourage all people to come here, whether it's for a visit or to live here permanently. Brian even gives advice about how to start planning ahead with me as an example subject. I think you'll like this episode. You may want to find out more about these services, like Brian says, before you need them. Or you might even want to volunteer with programs like Friendly Calls. So thanks for joining. Now a conversation in three short parts. Here we go. Hi, Brian. Uh, good morning, Matt. Thanks for coming on City It. I had to think a little bit about the name, but uh, as I, I read into more about what you're about, I thought, oh, okay, all right. I'm, I'm, I've, I know uh, people have go either way about it. 
Yeah, yeah. So, so now I kind of get it, and I hope the folks that are following this uh, podcast do too. So maybe, maybe we could start with about you and your relationship to the Hudson Valley, and then we can get a little bit into what you do, which I think is so interesting and it'll be so good for the audience to hear about. Okay. Well, my name is uh, Brian, and I'm a townie. I grew up in Rhinebeck, born at Northern Duchess Hospital, lived out on Cedar Heights Road, graduated Rhinebeck High School in 1982 and went to college in far distant New Paltz. And uh, <laughs> since then, I, I've lived in Dutchess County in Clinton Corners for many years, a little bit in Hyde Park, and since for about the past 20 years in Tivoli with my wife and two kids. And part of what I do at the Office for the Aging is to alert older adults and their caregivers in the county to all the things that they can do. And most of them are pretty much free or very low cost, or there may be an income qualification uh, somewhere along the line. All the things that they can do to maximize their odds of being able to live independently here in Dutchess County, which is what the vast majority of people want. Right, right. And, what it, and for, for you, what made you decide to stay? I, I love it here. I just, yeah. I, I looked around and, uh, you know, I so, did see a lot of my classmates uh, from high school and college move away and did whatever they were doing. But I, I just kind of, you know, you look around and I guess it's been said before, it's like, a, I, I feel a little bit like a hobbit. I'm in the Shire and I don't want to go anywhere. <laughs> and I'm sure the audience can can feel this or sense this, that you are not a newcomer to audio. I really sense like a professional radio voice happening well, here. It's not exactly professional because I never had any broadcast training before I went into the broadcasting field. But my first job was actually I spent six months with the old Rhinebeck Gazette advertiser yeah, and then jumped into uh, radio full time starting around 1989. I've been on most of the stations in the Hudson Valley at some point. And I did that from 1989 up until 2016 when I joined the Office for the Aging. And uh, I still keep my hand in a little bit on the side behind the microphone. And it's going to start in November. I'm the uh, public address voice for the uh, basketball and baseball teams at Bard College. The Raptors. Yeah, the Raptors. I've been doing that for about eight or nine years. So about another 50 years, I will catch up to Bob Shepard. Amazing. Great. I'm working. I'm working on my your attention, please. And I'll get it down. I've got time, I think. <laughs> OK, so we're here to talk about, you know, aging, which I haven't ever talked about on, on the show. And for me, I always, you know, I was determined Jersey kid to go to New York City and I was going to live there forever. I wasn't even going to leave the island like I was going to just, you know, and oh, yeah. I think people choose if you're lucky, you get to choose where you where you age. And, you know, I think the city's great for all sorts of great reasons. I think I've talked about the sea and being out on the water, and I can see people doing that. And for me, I really love the Hudson Valley, and maybe you, you do too. I guess I'd love to talk about what makes it a great place to get older here and to live here longer. How do I sell people on it? Well, well, the resources are there, but, you know, the first thing one needs to do is know that they exist. And that's the first thing we come up against is, you know, I will talk to so many people all around Dutchess County where if it's the first time I've met them, they may say to me something like, you know, I had no idea the Office for the Aging A existed and B did this, that and the other thing. I'm thinking back to an encounter I had with my mom 
about 20 years ago. My dad had just passed away and she was uh, trying to take care of a, an old house in Rhinebeck all by herself. And this is before I came to the office for the aging, but I had some exposure to it through my work in radio. I asked my mom, do you want to, do you want me to call the office for the aging and see if they can help you find a little bit of help around? She cut me off and she said, no, they're going to put me in a nursing home. Oh, and that's, that that's is the reaction. It's a common reaction because older people in particular, the one thing that they fear the most, and it's not death. By, by the time you're older, that's kind of priced into the whole experience. The thing they don't want to give up is their independence and all the things that come with being independent. Right. They don't want to give up the keys to their car. They don't want to give up their nice house out on Cedar Heights Road in my, my family's case. They want to be able to keep doing the things that they've always done. Well, there are things that you can do, and they're not too terribly difficult to improve your odds of that. But I do want to clear up misconceptions like that yeah if you're a caregiver right now and you're getting to the point where you've got an older family member and you just had the uh-oh moment where you know mom is you know maybe you haven't seen them in a while and they seem to have lost a step or two mentally you worry that, that they fall and things like that you know we can help with all those kind of things but the whole nursing home experience while it's a key part of the healthcare system it's not the first step we go to it, it's not what most older adults need. I, I wonder if maybe a, a lot of people feed off the old stereotype of that old uh, life call ad, the I've fallen and I can't get up. Right. You know, it's a famous ad, but it wasn't ever a, an accurate representation of the day-to-day -day lives of older people. And as it turns out, life call eventually went out of business in 1993. And then another business tried to pick up that catchphrase and made the made their ads even scarier. And they wound up pulling the ad after everybody got angry because, that you know, that's not what older people's existence is really about. They want to be independent and they want to, you know, like I said, go about doing the things that were, they were doing before. Right. So I'll put a link to the um, Department for the Aging in the show notes and on the episode page. But what kind of services do people call for and does the department pro provide that would give an illustration? I'm sure every county has something like it, but what is the Dutchess County one? First of all, the definition of aging going by state law is 60 or up and living in Dutchess County, being a caregiver as well. Now, if somebody's got a situation where they live in Dutchess County and let's say mom and dad live in Westchester or something like that, the services are based on where the older adult lives. So we would get people in touch with the Westchester OFA in that case. But the idea that we try to push with people of all ages is to get to know the office for the aging before they need them. Have that plan ready ahead of time, because if you're calling us right after mom broke her hip, you're going to be scrambling. And you may not think to ask the questions that you would normally ask if you had a plan. Now, we can help get you caught up, obviously. But the idea is to, you know, let's say you just turned 60 and you feel fine. You're in good shape. You're staying physically, mentally active. You can't envision a time where you might need this help. Give us a call then. Have it on the radar for when... Uh, things might go a little sideways aging wise, you know, it, it, mortality is inevitable. But what we're trying to do is help people expand what the the experts call the health span, the parts of life where you are able to do 
all the things that right now you take for granted. But you do want to keep in mind that time off in the future when you might not. What, what kind of services in particular? Well, one of my first years at the Office for the Aging, we got a call from a woman in Stanfordville, and she was in her 80s, and she was getting along just fine independently. But she was in a house at the end of a long dirt driveway, and she called up looking for help getting her mail because it was a long walk down to the mailbox and back up again. She needed a little bit of help with that. We followed up with her and family members as to what else uh, she might qualify for. We're recording this now in the fall, in late September. Right now, this time of year is getting into uh, Medicare season, and open enrollment begins every year on October 15th. It ends every year on December 7th, uh, open enrollment being the time when you can make the changes that you think are necessary going into the following year's coverage, in this case, 2024. You may have seen ad upon ad for Medicare Advantage plans and things like that. Do they work for you? Who knows? One of the things we do a lot of this time of year is volunteer non-sales oriented health insurance counseling so that people can take a look at what they've got. Are they good to go for 24 or not? This is the time to make an appointment with our crew to take a look at that. First of all, there are cases where some older adults are also maybe homebound. We can help provide home delivered meals to those who qualify for that. Mm -hmm. We have a a large combination of staff and volunteers who who do a lot of deliveries to about between 400 and 500 older adults in the county. And we try to get to as many places as we can. Ours is called Home Delivered Meals. The phrase Meals on Wheels is used a lot. They're, uh, they work kind of alongside, but we try not to duplicate what they're doing right now. One of the Meals on Wheels outlets is active in Hyde Park and also the village of Rhinebeck, not the town of Rhinebeck, but wherever they are already doing well, we try to stay out of their way. But if they're having uh, trouble getting to serve everybody, we try to pick up the slack. And that was happening earlier this year down in the Wappinger area. They were the Wheels on Wheels down there was at capacity and we uh, picked up after them. I, I do presentations for seniors groups all over Dutchess County to just get people caught up on what they need to know. There, there's a lot. So you've talked about answering questions and help in the home. What about getting out of the home and transportation or going yeah. to things? It's such a big place when we're spread out. I always yes. wonder about where I should live and if I'll be able to get around. We, we can connect people through some services that are available through the, the county public transit department dial a ride is it may be a familiar one earlier this year we started a pilot program with an organization called go go grandparent it's kind of an uber and lyft for older adults uh, oh. we try try to mainly use that for non-emergency medical transportation so depending on the the availability of Uber and Lyft drivers in one's area, they may be able to help out with GoGo Grandparent as well. You can private pay for GoGo Grandparent, and they'll take you pretty much anywhere. But for our purposes, we're trying to line people up with things like trips to the doctor. Let's say you're going to the eye doctor yeah. and you're having the drops put in and you can't really drive maybe for that kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. So exactly. Outpatient yeah. surgery is the case may be where you shouldn't be behind the wheel of the car after after you're done with whatever you had done. Go go grandparents a good resource for something like that for example. And what are the friendship centers? I'm always thinking about like where do I meet people and how do I get together and during the day. Well, we have 8 of them. One of them in Northern Dutchess is in Red Hook 
at the community center on Fisk Street, but we have seven others. And I'll start from the north and work to the south. They're in Millerton. Uh, the, there's one in the South Amenia Wasaic area. We tried to get as uh, quite a few in rural Dutchess County because connecting with people is that much more difficult when people are all spread out. Uh, we have one at our headquarters in Poughkeepsie. We have one in Pleasant Valley, uh, one in Pauling, East Fishkill, and Beacon. And I think that's all of them. But we get, you know, anywhere between 15 and 50 people at these on any given weekday. And they get to they get a nutritious lunch there. They get informative presentations from within and without the county. There are games. There are occasional trips and things like that. There's always something that keeps them busy at the Friendship Centers. And so this clip on the news about calls. Sorry. Friendly calls. Yes. That's another program we've started this year with help from the New York State Office for the Aging. And basically, it, it sounds like we're reinventing the wheel, maybe, but it's it, it's a simple phone call. And it used to be something that people did second nature. But, you know, as life became more you know, digital on the Internet and things like that, they lost the habit of simply picking up the phone and talking to somebody. And there are quite a few of older adults who are picking up on the technology themselves. And a few, though, that didn't. And they're a little worried about it. And we, what we want to do is help them not isolate themselves. That's something that got a lot more attention during the pandemic when people could not get out and have their usual in-person meetings. That has eased off, of course, somewhat. But friendly calls in the meantime... What it does is it takes a, a person at risk of social isolation who wants to do something about that and puts them in touch with a volunteer caller. And we kind of facilitate that relationship. And it's a call once a week, 20 to 30 minutes for up to eight weeks. And we have a lot of seniors who have form friendships from this. After the eight weeks, they decide they're going to go have lunch or something like that. And sometimes it doesn't work out that way. And sometimes the calls are really, really long because one of the participants, maybe a chatterbox. And as long as both parties, as long as they both agree to it, that's fine. And others may have shorter calls of just a few minutes if that's what they want to do. I are you looking for volunteers? Oh, yeah, always. And we are looking for volunteers, not just for friendly calls, but for all kinds of Office for the Aging programs. But for, for friendly calls, the volunteers need only be age 18 and up. The participants, in case anybody wonders about who we are getting those from, those are people who are already known to the office for the aging. Either they are clients of ours through home delivered meals. Maybe they have a case manager or something like that. And they have agreed to take part in the program. So nobody's cold calling anybody. And we set up these calls so that it's it's going to happen at a specific date and time because a lot of people are worried about phone scammers. But if the participant knows that their friendly caller is calling, let's say, at 1030 on a Wednesday morning, they will know that, that when that phone rings, it's their friendly calls uh, volunteer. And if you noticed anything in the last couple of years in terms of the population in the county of those who are aging, has it gone up or down or stayed the same? Oh. It's gone up by a lot, and in particular in northwestern Dutchess County. Specifically, I'm thinking that thinking of the town where I grew up. I grew up in Rhinebeck, and I was reading census tract map a few weeks ago. That's one of the things I do for fun. And I looked up close at the map of Rhinebeck. The median age in Rhinebeck and in a lot of rural Dutchess County was well over 50. And, wow, really? uh, you know, it was one third 65 and up in all of Rhinebeck and 15 percent 80 and up. 
And, you know, I, I just think just an anecdote, I, I'll go grocery shopping and I'll see my my first grade of my kindergarten teacher from 1969 and 70. <laughs> like, hey, how you doing? They wanted to stay here. But, you know, they're, they're getting to be in their 80s and 90s and the, the numbers are massive. And that comes up against a current and growing shortage in the amount of people who can help, not just family caregivers, but people throughout the healthcare sector from entry level to experienced professionals as people have retired and not been replaced. In the case of home aides, it's a tough job. And although the state has increased the minimum wage for aides, it's it, it's it's entry level. That is what it is. And, but it's difficult. And there's a lot of injuries in that line of work, just from trying to lift someone who may need turning, but they wanted to stay at home and uh, stay out of a facility. And just to simplify the math, you know, you might have 10 older adults who need help and nine people who can help them. A lot of older adults to their credit have realized, you know what, the cavalry's not coming. And we've got to figure out how to do things ourselves as best we can, when we can. And there are uh, aging in place groups that pop up all around the county. And one of them is in northwestern Dutchess County for Rhinebeck residents called Rhinebeck at Home. And I can uh, connect Rhinebeck seniors with them if you'd like me to afterwards. But it's tough, especially in rural parts of Dutchess County. So if you're young and looking for a career and you're strong, this could be a good yeah, career. Uh, if you're good at it, it, it takes you know, a special kind of person to do that kind of caring work. And not everybody has the ability and inclination to do it. And, you know, now with the population of Dutchess County being about 70,000 older adults, it's about 20 to 25 percent of the county, at least, and more in rural areas of the Dutchess County. You have more older adults and the population of people who could take care of them stayed roughly the same. There didn't used to be that many people living into their 80s, 90s, and beyond 60 or 70 years ago during the peak of the baby boom. And now not only are there that many more older adults, there are fewer younger people who can be uh, employed in the caring professions. So let's give some advice about planning planning ahead. I'm, I'm saying early 50s-ish. Okay. So let's give advice to me. But what do you think I should start planning or thinking about if I want to stay in the Hudson Valley? What are the different topics or issues I should start to grapple with? Well, you're 20 years late. Good luck. But what that's one of the things I talk about to seniors groups is planning for, let's say, what is their life or around their house going to be like? Well, you take a look around the place where you live and then and envision yourself being perhaps in a wheelchair. You know, could you fit your wheelchair down the hallway where you live? Do you have too many stairs? Could you get around in the bathroom? And you start to look around and go, uh-oh, one of the things we have on the Office for the Aging website at duchessny.gov slash aging is a falls prevention checklist. If there's one thing that I could try to get people to prevent its falls because you can prepare everything else correctly. And if you fall, break your hip, fracture your skull, that's, that's really going to ruin all those best laid plans. So what we try to do is prevent falls by any means that will work. We encourage people to take part in one of our falls prevention programs. We have one uh, called a matter of balance 
And it's an eight-week class that meets once a week for several weeks. They do it in the fall as the fall sessions just started. So the next one will be in the spring. It's a combination of exercises and the classroom material. So it's not just sitting around listening to lectures. It's how do you look at your house, where you live, where you travel, in a way that you will be able to, A, prevent the falls from happening in the first place, B, know what to do if you do find yourself falling, and then how to, and how to get back up again. And so it's, it's, yeah. a, it's a kind of class for all the people who are either they're worried about falling or they've fallen once and they would rather not have that happen again. And we strongly encourage older adults within Dutchess County to take part in that class and they can get in touch with us at the office to find out about that. Great. We try to get as, as many people as we can enrolled in our exercise classes just because staying physically busy in any way is better than living a sedentary life. There are repeated studies that show if you are sitting around the house 10, 15 hours a day, you will start to lose the ability to do things that you take for granted. So any level of physical activity is better than none. Keeping physically busy and mentally busy are uh, two of the biggest keys to uh, what's called successful aging. And that might strike people as a phrase that's a little unusual. I know when I talked to my old... Uh, I love my, it. I love successful talk, aging. I, I talked to my radio colleagues about it. And so I, I said, I said, you know, I do these presentations on successful aging. And they looked at me and they said, well, okay, so you get up and your name's not in the obituary. So you go about your day, ta-da, successful <laughs> aging, you're done. Well... That's the good start is, you know, waking up and you're on the, this, you're on the upside of the dirt. That's great. That's fine. So far, so good. Now, what are you going to do? The upside of the dirt. Yeah. As in <laughs> being not dead. <laughs> yeah, I got it. <laughs> so you know, what are you going to do to keep yourself busy? You know, I've seen various successful aging presentations that have 10, 15, 40 steps. And I thought, okay, that's a bit much. And I try to stick to about 13 that people can uh, follow. They don't have to get all of them, but staying physically and socially active is right up near the top of the list. We're doing a wonderful job of just overfilling our uh, calendar. And you can look up on the county calendar on duchessny.gov, all the Office for the Aging activities that are going on. Another new thing we just started, we're trying to capitalize on the pickleball craze. There were some new courts that opened up at uh, Quiet Cove, which is uh, right straight down Route 9 near the Hyde Park Poughkeepsie town line. There's four new courts as of late May, and we've had some classes there that drawn a whole lot of interest. And we thank Dutchess County Parks, by the way, for their help with that. And I know I think it's there are other communities all around the county who are working on finding some place for their older adults to play pickleball. So, yep. you know, if you if you know if you're on a local recreation board, you know the pickleball thing it's massive apparently. And you know I just learned started to learn how to play. It's it's not a terribly difficult uh, thing to do. It's a smaller surface to play on than tennis, so there's not a whole lot of running around to do. But it is some level of physical activity, and it turns out that it's also social activity too. Right. Hey, Brian, I ask everybody on the show, my brother-in-law got me doing this about asking people their favorite place in the Hudson Valley, kind of a secret place maybe people don't know about or, or appreciate. And I'm kind of building a map of all these locations. And since you are from here and lived here and you actually lived near me, I guess I'd be curious what your favorite go-to place that you wouldn't mind sharing. Oh boy. Um, well, there's probably too much, too, too many to fit, but I, I'm thinking back to one of my 
a days living in uh, Clinton Corners. And I used to, um, you know, work in Poughkeepsie and I would drive there and back along Salt Point Turnpike. And it's the only time in my life I've felt relaxed commuting either there to or from work. I just, as I got closer to home, I just felt more and more relaxed. So we were getting into foliage season and there's going to be tons of tourists and you, you're trying to find that spot that yeah. no one knows about just yet. And a while back, I, I just discovered a, a lot of the Dutchess County roads, the ones with the blue and gold signs. They go through some beautiful stretches of the county, and I, you know, I don't hardly see any people on them, aside from the locals who, you know, whose lives I'm about to ruin by mentioning them, because I don't. Well, I'm going to mention them anyway. If you continued out Salt Point Turnpike, and you had the the whole quadrant of the county, the Pine Plains, Stanford, Millerton, Amenia quadrant, there's you get off on a side road, you'll find something beautiful, and chances are you'll have it all to yourself. There's a lot of hiking areas that I don't think have been discovered. Over Labor Day weekend, my wife and I went to, it's called the Over Mountain Conservation Area, and it's just over the Columbia County line in Ancrum, and we went for a walk out there. This is Ancrum right outside of Millerton, and we had the whole place to ourselves. I there, don't there was know no that. Place. Yeah, take a look for it. It's just over the county line, but that's one that was it was undiscovered by me till a couple of, a couple of weeks ago. So try that one. Great. But if you're for more of a drive, then the whole um, if you look up where the hamlets of uh, Smithfield and Chicamico are in uh, northeastern Dutchess, that's some beautiful country right through there. So that this is what I would do back in my single days when I was trying to impress girls. I'd take them on a nice drive through the country. Oh, I want to impress everyone. This is terrific. And I, one more, there's a road outside of Millerton, which um, I don't know, it's it's called Charlie Hill Road. And apparently either it was apparently Franklin Roosevelt used to sneak up there when he was on um, uh, alleged assignations. <laughs> terrific. Good, good, good Roosevelt scandal, scandal location. It's great. Very important at Dutchess County. Our job at the Office for the Aging is to facilitate what older adults and their caregivers throughout Dutchess County want, which overwhelmingly is to live happily, safely, independently in their own homes and to uh, connect people with uh, assistance uh, in the long-term care system, if that kind of thing is necessary. But again, people want to stay in their own homes and in their own hometowns, connected with their friends as well as they possibly can. And the Office for the Aging's job is to facilitate that in any way we can think of. You can ask us almost anything. And if we don't immediately know the answer, we can put you in touch with the people who have, are, are much closer to the answer. And if somebody calls us during business hours, they'll get a human, a nine to five Monday through Friday. Phone number is 845-486-2555. Online, it's duchessny.gov slash aging. Tons of information there. I would recommend as well, you sign up for the office's weekly newsletters. And I would do that even if I wasn't also the editor of the newsletters, but it's oh, tons great. of information I'll put a link in the there. show notes, yeah. You know, and th there's a lot to juggle. And as we cooperate with each other, we get, give people a fuller picture of what they can do as an older adult or a caregiver for an older adult. 
down in the valley moved up from the city It's a new way of living and I'm trying to get used to it One park poodles have an ounce of an idiot Ordered a Manhattan and they call me a city, yeah At first it hurt my feelings but it's kinda got a ring to it When you move to the country they can tell when you're new to it I'm looking at a place but I'm trying to keep fitting in It takes too long to be a local so for now I'm a city, yeah. I'm a city, yeah. I'm a city, yeah. I'm a city, yeah. I'm a city, yeah.